Hello, I'm Marilyn, and you're listening to my Lead Your Day podcast for women with an entrepreneurial calling who are wanting to do more than just run their own business, but are feeling the pull, the draw, the call to lead. For women who are hungry for a higher, more straightforward conversation and redefining what it means to be a female entrepreneurial leader and to break free from the corporate patriarchy model that we have grown up with. A daily reminder to step up and stop reacting, stop hustling, stop just following and stop just surviving. I hope you find this a breath of fresh air and reminds you to lead your day, your year, your time and my big vision for you to lead your world. Last year, I experienced a bout of, well, exhaustion, and I realise I go through this every year, a recurring pattern of exhaustion or burnout or overwhelm. It's not pretty, but it feels kind of a normal part of modern day living that we all battle with. For example, three years ago, I just finished launching a major part of my business, a new business, and my mum got sick and unexpectedly died a few weeks later. Of course, there was much to do in running a new business, attending to clients and sorting mum's illness's death and then property and, well, dealing with grief. And then overwhelm kicked in because of all the time I'd had off and things were just piling up. And then one year ago, I went through another exhaustion slump. But hey, I was meant to be the productivity queen, so how on earth did this happen? I'd had two big launches and two European trips in two months. So of course I was exhausted, right? I actually spent about four weeks in bed, getting up to my office to do just the essential work, which kind of taught me that my business didn't need as much time with me behind the desk as I thought, which is a good thing. But the rest of the time I spent sleeping, getting over jet lag, or watching Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, you name it. It was actually time out. But you know what? It wasn't exhaustion from overwork. It was exhaustion from unhealed or being healed trauma. You see, there are a few personal experiences I also had that were triggering to this exhaustion. Plus, I actually wasn't coping with success. And my security systems in my limbic brain and my body were not feeling safe. So my body shut down and was protecting me from both failure and success. It was all it, all it knew to do. I've had to rethink a lot of what I believed about common busy woman ailments like overwhelm, burnout, busyness, stress, adrenal fatigue and exhaustion. We've almost come to believe they are badges of honour. And I hear a lot of business women, actually in fact all women, <laughs> say things like, oh I feel so overwhelmed, so busy. Or I feel burnt out and exhausted, or something to that effect. And they're a common opening statement of many posts inside women's communities. I've changed my advice on this subject of the working through personal trauma and especially patriarchy stress disorder. The personal development world would give us advice like, you need to take time out for you. You need to do some more self-care. You need to plan more. Perhaps you need to declutter. You need to banish overwhelm. That's it. Banish overwhelm and kill fear. And this advice 
I used to list off like a good teacher of personal and leadership development. But through my own experiences, this is actually wrong advice. So there's two things I want to get across in this podcast episode about burnout, overwhelm and exhaustion. Number one is the traditional self-help approach to dealing with these things sounds wise, but it doesn't work in the long run. And number two, there is a difference in how we treat all three things, burnout, overwhelm and exhaustion. So let's get into it. Now, Lead Your Day podcast is ultimately encouraging, inspiring and equipping us to not just survive that roller coaster of entrepreneurism and playing bigger in life, but to enjoy the ride. Hear it? Enjoy the ride. Every second of it, the downs and the ups. Now, leading our world isn't about surviving the ride until we can get off or wishing the down bits didn't exist. But a roller coaster without ups and downs is just a very boring straight ride. The lows and highs can be the most thrilling of a life. Okay, so let's look at all three. Let's deal with burnout first. Now, burnout is caused by, well, primarily by unhealed trauma and is wrapped up in our roles as women. Unfortunately, we often think it's our fault, as if there is something wrong with us. But the behaviours are the results of burnout, not the cause. Things like stressful thinking. We're driven by fear, anxiety, worry, doubt, lacks, insecurity. A clear lack of purpose. A loss of why and the cause of what you're working towards. For example, chasing money and just increasing our income doesn't fill that need. We find that after a while, we want something deeper. We want a bigger why and we want a big cause. But remember, these things are the results, not the cause. Also, loss of vision or having your head in the wrong place about failure and fear. And when we try to resist and push against these things, the result could be burnout or trying to outrun negative emotions without truly dealing or processing them. And if getting results has become the be and the end all and the only thing that will make you happy, or so you think, but guess what? It won't get better when you arrive at that place. When we are trying to resist failure, we actually increase the oxygen to that flame. We put ourselves into a state of emergency and crisis and our nervous system is overtaxed. And another thing, being a drama queen is a type, a personality type or a, a personality, almost a default, that is addicted to burnout. I'm so busy. I'm so burnt out because a drama queen needs busyness to give them their identity. How many of us have occasionally played that drama queen because we need that attention? And it's actually a flag for attention. But the solution is not to, hey, stop being a drama queen, which is often what we hear. That's the advice. But to heal whatever is causing us to flee to that behavior. Because living in that drama queen state will, there will be burnout. But dealing with being a drama queen won't heal or it's not the cause of it. And for me personally, I was raised on a diet of hard work. Things or statements like, finish your work before you relax or play, was what I was taught. You can't go out and play until you've done all your work. Now, this work before rest ethic 
had to be change within me and to see rest as part of the work and necessary to the work, like an athlete. An athlete would have an off day, a rest day, as part of their training regime. Not a day off from training, but part of the training. And we forget that. And the answer, surprisingly, to burnout is not to stop, which is often the remedy that is thrown at us. Besides, when we find pleasure in what we're doing, time perception is altered, isn't it? You ever notice that? When you love what you're doing, you can work all day at it and not get tired. You won't reach that burnout. That's when you're in flow or what I call operating on your wow zone. When you're operating in your wow zone, the chances for burnout are really minimal. Just think about it. Remember the last time you achieved something really great? I bet the creativity flowed and you were energized by the work. You were on such a flow that you lost track of time and worked longer than you normally do. So working long hours when you're in the flow and being energized by it does not cause burnout. Your body will get tired, but you won't be emotional or emotionally spent. And that's what burnout is. So what's the solution to burnout? Well, first of all, have a grounding practice to get in your body. Because what can happen is we escape. That's what anxiety does. We escape into our heads and we live and retreat in our heads. So get in your body. And that simply is just looking around you, taking in the, the, ta- the smell, the taste, the sight, the sound, perhaps touching your skin, touching your legs, feeling the ground under your feet, feeling the chair that you're sitting on. Get inside your body. And often just a practice of that will take away that, play, that, that being in your head all the time. And number two, give yourself space and be aware of what is going on inside your body. If you're grounded, listen to your body. It will tell you. It will tell you what to do. And like an engine that we push hard, pushing on the accelerator, but not changing the gears, that causes engine burnout. And in our hurry to get there, what is causing us not to change gears? What urgency is driving you? What fears? And instead of trying to kill the fear, give it space. Sit with it. Don't run or freeze or get aggressive with it. And when we sit with fear and we feel it fully in our body, where is it in our body right now? Well, then it's allowed to move through and not get stuck, which results in illnesses and burnout. And remember, fear has a purpose, and that is to protect us. So it's not to be killed or gotten rid of, but allowed space to move through us instead. So listen to what is causing you to perhaps not plan properly and and stop operating in that emergency that firefighting status all the time and constant reacting, constantly leaving things to the last minute means you're full of cortisol and always putting out fires and this will burn you out. But what is deeper? What's under the waterline? Think of an iceberg. It's what's below the surface, which is our subconscious that is driving the behavior. And so the third solution to flow on with that is discover how to change gears. And the only way I've found to do that is through embodied mind-body 
trauma resolution. And that would require a specialist in mind-body trauma solution, not talk solution, but mind-body trauma solution. And in case you were wondering, trauma doesn't have to be involvement in war or shooting or experiencing something like rape. And the best definition I've come across is by Dr. Valerie Rain, and she says it's any event or circumstance that made you feel unsafe in your fullest authentic expression and resulted in creating trauma adaptations. So burnout is a type of trauma adaptations, and you can plan all you like, but that's not going to get you out of burnout. We need to deal with the subconscious layer that's below that surface like the iceberg that is causing us to lead to burnout. So overwhelm. What about overwhelm? It's a close cousin of burnout, but it's probably more the garden variety. Now, overwhelm, especially if it's a recurring thing, is also a symptom of unhealed trauma, or it can be a circumstantial and temporary phase of moving from living unconsciously to living consciously or self-aware. Overwhelm is not the disease, but often a self-sabotage mechanism to a move towards playing bigger and deciding to lead your world. Hear that again? Overwhelm is not the disease, but it's often a self-sabotaging thing that happens when we decide we want to play bigger, we want to move bigger, we want to lead our world. And overwhelm often appears when we have confusion over what to do next or lack clarity or waiting for clarity before we can move forward. And clarity is a trap, and I want to talk about that in another episode. But clarity can hold us back. And instead, we need to actually move forward first, and then the clarity comes. Don't wait for clarity first. Do it the other way around. And then those things, confusion, lack of clarity, freezing, not moving forward, this then leads to low productivity or things like procrastination. And so what needs doing mounts up, and then, hello, overwhelm. But in fact, busy or overwhelmed doesn't have anything to do with your to-do list, about, but about what's going on in your brain. And if you look back over your day or week and you feel busy, but you actually haven't got anything to show for it, it's because you are being busy being overwhelmed. And there's a huge difference between what you've accomplished versus what you've done. And overwhelm is our primitive brain's response our limbic brain's response to protecting us from feeling unsafe. And being successful and living in our wow can feel unsafe to it. It's new territory. And we risk being criticised or we risk failure or we wish, risk being successful and then ostracising those people that matter to us. And the crazy thing is that overwhelm can also be a response to fear of failure as well. Now, what's the solution to overwhelm? Let's have a look at that. Well, the answer to overwhelm isn't rest, cutting back or taking a break. And that's what I often see a lot of people do. They get overwhelmed, they get into that freeze status and they just throw it all out and they go and rest. It's actually not the right way to do with overwhelm. Firstly, I want to ask, what is your nervous, well, what's your nervous system response here? Do you tend to go, and you might do all three, but do you tend to do fight? So you get a bit aggressive, get angry, a bit short-tempered. Do you tend to flee or that flight? So it's a flight or, or uh, fight or flight. Say that fast very quickly. So with flight, 
that's when you just you, know, you run away. You get out of there. You just, you know, check out or freeze, which is very close to flight. But freeze is, well, we know what freeze is. We're just unable to move forward. If you, Whatever the response is, learn some breathing technique or grounding work to calm the nervous system. Even if you just gently sit still and breathe with your whole chest and tummy in for a count of five and out for a count of five. And do that for about three minutes and you will calm that nervous system down. If, especially if you can focus not on the brain, try not to, bri- to, to focus on the on the breath near the face or the or the head, but focus on your heart area, and that can calm down your nervous system. And number two, get some clear space in your head by literally writing down everything you have to do manually with a pencil on one piece of paper. So grab a sheet of paper. Don't grab a notebook that you're already using or an electronic form. Just grab a clean sheet of paper and forget your paper. If you've got a diary system, forget that as well. But just brainstorm until you get everything out on the paper. Don't worry about any order, any priority. Don't worry whether it's for home or for business, whether it's now, whether it's later. Just get everything out onto a piece of paper. You should start to feel better. A little bit better. Maybe five should feel about twenty percent better when you do some breathing work and calm down your nervous system. The next thing you'll feel about ten, another twenty percent better by just brainstorming, getting it all down. Then, if you've still got the energy, or you can do, you can come back to this later. But I want you to take a second clean sheet of paper, not not your notepad, not a, an electronic pad, not your computer. I want you to take a second clean piece of paper. And look at the first sheet and choose three things from it that if done today will give you a sense of accomplishment. Now, if it's the start of day, I would say choose three things. If it's the closing to the end of the day, either choose one thing or choose three things that you'll do tomorrow. But choose three things, perhaps that you also have been putting off doing. Things that if you finish them, you know you're going to feel good about it. And I want you on that second piece of paper to write those three things down. And then, very importantly, I want you to hide the first sheet of paper. Don't look at it again until you've done those other three things on the new sheet of paper. So here's some further tips on what to choose, what three things to choose. I want you to zero on things that, yeah, as I said, things that will give you a sense of accomplishment or you've been putting off, but also things that will bring you immense pleasure if completed and will move you towards your desires and your goals. And also be in tune with your your wow zone, your zone of wow. When we're operating there, when we're truly operating in our strengths, we get the best results. And somehow we're bought into the lie that we've got to do the boring stuff first. I tell you what, if you know what your zone of wow is and you focus on that, you'll get a lot more accomplished. You'll get a lot more enjoyment out of it and your customers will feel that energy from you. The next step is to plan how long those three things are going to take and perhaps put an hour, if it's going to take an hour each, write that next to it or two hours or 30 minutes, write that next to each item and then schedule them into your calendar. I don't want you to schedule 12 hours of work in three hours. That will just discourage you. 
But write those three things down, work out how much time approximately they're going to take, and they always take double time, and then put it in your calendar, and then relax or get on with them. And then tomorrow, do the same thing. Pull out your big master sheet, take three things off it, just and put the other sheet away, and then just do those three things. Eventually, you can just convert that to some sort of system, but it will get you out of overwhelm within about three days. Another thing you could also do is declutter your immediate environment. That often reduces overwhelm as well and also gives that that anxious brain a bit of a distraction, something to do. And lastly, a great tip I've got is that I keep a log of what I call wows and wins or accomplishments. And I chatted about that in my lead my day episodes. You might want to go back and listen to that. Okay, we're up to the last one, exhaustion. How do we treat exhaustion? That might sound obvious to sleep. It's a little bit, little bit more than that. Now, overwhelm we treat with activity, planning, decluttering, paying attention to our busy, busy thinking, uh, accomplishing, focusing in on three things to do, zeroing on our pleasure and our wow zone. Burnout we treat with space, awareness and getting clear on your because or your why again and listening to our bodies and healing the trauma that is causing us to move towards burnout. Treating the subconscious, not the conscious source. But exhaustion, we do treat with rest. Now, exhaustion can come through illness, grief, change of life, international travel, long hours, lack of sleep, driving ourselves too hard. Perhaps you've done a launch or a special promotion or you've created something new and you've got a period of exhaustion afterwards. And also, which I've experienced often, it can be part of a bodily response that is integrating a transition from surviving to thriving to leading. And that's what was happening to me when I spent the four weeks in bed. I was integrating a lot of change and my body was catching up with my vision, my head and my healing. Now, the physiological things to do to help exhaustion are, and we know these, but it's good to go through them, definitely less sugar or no sugar at all, less or no refined or processed foods. I like to say nothing, nothing with flour in it, (laughs) Uh, less or no stimulants, earlier nights. If you can get three to five nights where you're asleep by 10, it will be like a holiday. Exercise and fresh air, laughter, uh, being aware of hormonal cycles and giving you compassion where you need that, mindfulness activities, rituals that nourish you, and having what I call wow around you. So have something, a nice sense around your aromatherapy or beauty or art or flowers, something around you that lifts your spirit. So you can see here that exhaustion is treated physiologically. All right, so bringing to a close, leading your world involves an understanding of burnout, overwhelm, busyness and exhaustion and creating space and awareness and especially compassion for ourselves and not resisting these responses as a sign of weaknesses or responding as if we're, you know, as we're being taught to grin and bear it or name it and shame it. These are traditional self-help movements methods that, well, they're really worsening things, not healing. And also recognize the role of personal, ancestral and collective trauma. 
And most of all, leading our world is healing what is causing us to get into that state where we feel overwhelm, burnout and exhaustion and treating that underlying cause. It also involves identifying and living in our wow zone at least 80% of our time. So know the difference between these three and have a plan to treat them when they happen. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,